Hey guys, it's that time again. Today is spoilers galore as Game of Thrones gets pulled from the Epic Store, and we finally get the ending we all wanted. That's right, John finally pet his dog. I'm Mitch. I'm Tim. I'm Jason. Da, 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 da. Here we go. All right, let me preface this with every single thing that we're going to say on this entire podcast is a spoiler for whatever thing we're talking about. So oh. you've been warned. And I'll also preface this pre pro preface, whatever you call the preface. second face, the second preface, the second preface, though, because you oh, already pre preface a pre preface uh, by saying that. This is also the last time we're going to be talking about Game of Thrones. So if you don't like Game of Thrones, Jason, then you don't have to listen to us talk about it anymore, Jason. You, you know how fucking happy I am? <laughs> right? That I don't have to hear fuckheads in real life. We're like, you're going to watch Game of Thrones, you suck. And I'm going to be like, yep, oh my God. I do. So let me tell you. Uh, I, Game of Thrones did not disappoint. I think I remember, like, it was a couple episodes back where I was like, you know what? Game of Thrones is going to be five out of five. It's going to be the first five out of five Tims. And this time, let me tell you, it did not disappoint. Five out of five Tims for the series that started the best and ended the fucking worst, man. <laughs> like, that is, this entire season has been the trainiest of train wrecks that have come in, and we, did, we got it. We got the explosion at the end. I couldn't. E I couldn't even believe it. I couldn't even believe it. We so got it. explain, because I don't get it. How what happened? So the like basically the only thing that actually happened in that episode is Jon Snow kills Danny. He kills his waifu. He kills his waifu, and then and then and then. So he kill he kills her and he's like, Oh my god, like I love you, but <laughs> and then she died and she died and she died pretty quickly. So it was like totally for a character that we've been with the whole time, she was just like out like light. It's like, all right, whatever. Uh and then her dragon, we're like, Well, what about her dragon? So her dragon shows up behind Jon Snow and he looks at John, he's like, and he roars to roars to the wilderness and then he looks at and then they're like standing in front of the iron throne and he like looks at john he gets ready to fire his fire and then he looks at the iron throne he burns the iron throne and he's like he's like see nobody can have it i'm a dragon and then fucking takes Does her he body actually say that no he doesn't oh, okay. say anything but like he <laughs> burned the iron throne like for reasons and then he grabs he grabs danny's body and and fucks off into the skies. <laughs> so I'm like, really, I'm really curious, like how much of this that George R R Martin, Martin, Mart J J R R M J W R M J R squared M told Germ Germ. We'll call him Germ from now on. Uh, I'm really curious how much he told the directors because I know. I know that at some point when they were like, okay, cool. Are you going to write any more books? And he's like, I don't know, maybe. And then they're like, well, we need more content. He was like, okay, well, this is how it's going to end. 
So, you know, like, get us there. And then the the writers were like, uh, <laughs> so this entire thing, the past two seasons have been them trying to get us to the ending that is how the book is going to end. And at this point, I'm going to assume that George Germ, George Germ, told him, them, yeah, okay, so Danny's going to go, she's going to get to King's Landing, she's going to destroy it with her dragons, and then John's going to be like, oh my god, what'd you do? And kill her. And then, like, and they're like, okay, yeah, that sounds really good. And, like, and this is what they gave up, this is what they came up with. Right. Um, like, but, with that as an outline, that this is what they came up with? Right. <laughs> and, like, I, I don't know, man, I... I enjoyed the the wrap up um kind of like it I kind of I no finale episode is ever like super exciting right it's always like oh it's it's a wrap up it's it's tying everything together and like closing off all the stories and and or you know maybe leaving rooms for for new ones and it's it's not supposed to be a climax right it's supposed yeah. to be a wrap up so I get I, that, but I also feel like the last hour of Lord of the Rings, right? Exactly. Return of the King. That's that's exactly what it was. But see, the difference between the last hour of of Return of the King was that felt like good, right? Yeah, you know when like that was when, a good movie series when Aragorn turns to Frodo and the rest of the hobbits and he's like, "You bow to no one." I still get teared up like to this day, right? Like, that is such a good heartwarming like good yeah. ending to a, a saga and this one was just kind of like yeah this one just kind of i f- i feel hollow right now like i know angry. it ended i don't feel angry i mean like okay it ended and it and it ended the way that i thought it would right um like, I, stupidly. I i figured i figured that she was gonna die <laughs> but like great. i just don't i don't know and then, like, so there's so wow. much, like, there's so much, like, internal consistency problems. That's the biggest thing for me. So, like, we have, like, we have, let's, let's just go over, like, what all the characters decided to do at the end, right? So, Jon Snow has to go back to the Night's Watch, and he decides to fuck off to the, the epic north <laughs> and be like, oh, my God, I'm going to take my dog, and I'm going to take the fucking the wildlings and go up north because we're going to have a buddy cop show up there. Guarantee that sequel bait, by the way. Yep. And Arya is like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go be a pirate and we're going to go be like Leif Erikson and go west of Westeros when like has, okay. So am I wrong? Like she has, there's never been anything about her character that has said that she wants to be a great explorer or to make us think that that is at all would be something that she would do. No, but I don't think that's, I don't think that that is a, her wanting to explore type of thing. I think that's her trying to find her place because she was, you know, throughout the years, she never wanted to be a lady. She never wanted to go and rule or, or sit in a castle. She always wanted adventure and stuff like that. And to be a, yeah. a knight and everything. And now, now that there's no more wars, she's not fighting for anybody. All the people on her list are dead. She doesn't, I think her exploring is more of her is it's it's her trying to figure out what she's going to do next because you she know what I think know. it is 
know what I think it is, Mitch? I think that the writers put a big freaking board on the ground of a bunch of shit that Arya could do at the end, and they took a chicken, cut its head off, and saw where the freaking chicken body lay- landed. They're like, uh, Arya's gonna be a pirate! Let's do it! Ah, uh, yes, the South Park approach. Yep. So, let's see, so Arya does that. Let's see, Sansa decides that that the whole, that the the Westeros North is going to fuck off and be their own, like, separate kingdom. Like, that way we can give Sansa a, th- a throne. Yep, yep. So, oh, that's, I li- a, that's a thing. Because that would lead to zero conflict and everyone is happy. Uh, I love that uh, Grey Worm was like, oh, I have Jon Snow captive and he needs to pay for his crimes. And I have Tyrion Lannister captive and he needs to pay for his crimes. Like, so, you know, how are you guys, how are you guys going to make them pay? And they're like, well, what if we have a king? Okay, well, let's make Bran the king. Okay, like, cool. Basically, you're pardoned. Yeah, fuck off, Grey Worm. (laughs) Right? Like, (laughs) it makes no sense. This makes no sense. Like, uh, like, honestly, Grey Worm's entire descent into, like, just being a killer also made no sense. Yeah. Last episode, him, like, just killing innocent people, like, that has never been his character at all he's not a bloodthirsty killer he's not like he has always been he's always been loyal but he's not been like a right oh and and what kind of doesn't make sense with that is if if they are portraying him as this bloodthirsty killer type person dude then why didn't he order all of his men to kill Jon Snow right then and there right like why wasn't the next scene like Jon Snow trying to fight his way out of the area because he just freaking killed Daenerys. Right. You know, like, why would they just take him captive? That makes no goddamn sense. I was kind of hoping that uh, the dragon would, he would say something to the dragon and the dragon would, like, be his now. And and that's how he got out of it because he would go out and be like, y'all can fuck off. I have a dragon. I have a dragon. (laughs) I, what I was, what I was half expecting, what I was predicting was that the dragon was going to, was going to, shoot fire at him and then he wasn't going to get burned because he's a Targaryen and then everyone's going to be like, oh, he is the true king. Right. I said, go ahead. Like, instead, they decide, like, the Game of Thrones ends by having a, by creating a, a semi, uh, a semi-representative Senate that elects the fucking ruler every lifetime yeah god they created democracy i am the senate sorry yeah. i had to do that yeah like how about instead of people fighting for the throne how about we just nominate people for the throne how about the how about the guy in the wheelchair <laughs> he's the he's the three-eyed raven what does that even mean we still don't know we still don't right. actually know what the hell that means. Well, we kind of do. Like he, he's the keeper of the stories. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know, man. I feel like here's what I think. Uh, I think that I am going to. I'm. I'm. I really love seasons one through six, five. Whatever, whatever one when Jon Snow got stabbed at the end. 
Season six. Because seven and eight. One? Seven and eight are the ones that started off when they had no source material. And what I've come to real what I what I what I think is that like while I enjoyed these last two seasons, I did enjoy this one, but I, I also feel like you could probably take this entire if you want to make this season good, you should just take all the episodes together, like throw them into premiere and like cut out all the crap. And then you can make one like two hour episode, maybe two and a half long movie that sums up what they summed up in, in this, uh, right. in this thing, I think that the, the writers that they had for this show are good writers when they had source material. Um, I think that they were put in a shitty situation because they got so far ahead of the books and, and Gurm wasn't able to finish them that he was like, okay, like, well, this is where we're going. And then they had to come up with an ending and figure out how to get there, which is why the pacing feels so off. Um, I think they ran out of time, which kind of worked against them. I, I still think that the episodes were good and I did enjoy them. However, I think when the books eventually do come out i'm going to read the last two books because i'm going to like them better hey i got a question why do you think they ran out of time is it because they wanted to go fuck off to star wars uh i mean maybe yeah like I've heard I've, things about everything i've read online is that hbo apparently did not want to close it off so quickly and maybe that's true maybe because are they they're directing a, a star wars series? Uh, they're directing a trilogy baby so like the yeah, Ryan uh, apparently the news is Ryan Johnson's out and these fucks are in. Yep, they're making the next three Star Wars movies. Apparently, uh, maybe it, not. Maybe maybe they're gonna look and be like, okay, so this is what you did without any source material, and uh, God, you're <laughs> terrible at this, right? Remember, one of these guys was the producer for X Men Origins Wolverine. I've said that. Oh, before. that was such a good, and that was such a good movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, but how much like isn't a producer someone you can get a producer title by just throwing money at it? I don't know if that really shows. Yeah, pretty, okay, all. but okay, do you want to know how much sway a producer have? You need to go watch that old ass conversation with Kevin Smith talking about how he was directing a Superman movie, and one of the producers, the producer, wanted to put a giant spider monster in the movie, and the movie got got scrapped. It never happened, and that same producer moved on to Wild Wild West, and they had a, a giant, giant spider, spider monster in the movie. So producers definitely have sway. Okay. Okay. All I want is to see a goddamn spider monster in my goddamn movie. Yeah. I don't care where it is. Like, we're making a remake of Gone with the Wind. What the fuck? You can't have a spider monster <laughs> in the movie. Yeah. Like, so, fuck you. The project's yeah. canceled. Uh, producers definitely have weight. Oh, my we, God. It's okay. Yeah. We're going to remake Sound of Music, but. <laughs> what if all of the Nazis were on giant spider machines? Holy shit. That'd be a good fucking movie. <laughs> and like, and she's like singing, but she's like a badass and she's played by Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. And then in the background, you see all these like giant spiders with like laser beams and they're like pew, 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 pew. And she's like doing like the acrobatic shit and like, Flying around and like then she has like her little side holster guns. Pew, 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 pew. Yep. 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 That makes sense. Oh my god. That would be a better movie than fucking Game of Thrones, man. This last season. Okay, so I actually really enjoyed like like the first three episodes. I actually enjoyed them for this season. Yeah. Like, but it was kind of the thing, like, 
I think I said it at the time, like, hmm, the ending of <laughs> it was weird that they ended that part of the story so quickly. I won. I'll, I'll wait to pass judgment about about the whole season until I get to the end. Right. Like. It was exact. It was exactly what I was worried about, which is like all of the air got taken out of it the moment that they took that thread away. And there and it just kind of like felt like it got rushed to the end, but was also boring, which is weird. I mean, it was I, I wouldn't necessarily call it boring. I just wouldn't say that it was a full story. I mean, it, it yeah, it needed well, more time. Like it like there needed to be an entire season dedicated to resolving the Night King threat and then another entire season with them going after and like the first half of the season is leading up to the point where Danny torches King's Landing and then the second half of the season is them trying to resolve that conflict and then then the final episode could have been like the last half of this episode where they're you know saying where everybody went and everything like that yeah totally well so what I think is what I think is sort of interesting like if you hmm like I wonder like imagine if the way that the show ended was exactly the way that Germ said it was supposed to end because I think the funniest thing to me is a bunch of people who uh, they're like oh my god like Germ, please save us. Make sure the books are super great and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it'd be hilarious if he's like, oh, shit. Like, that's exactly how it was supposed to go. Well, you see, but like there's OK, so there's there's two people. I think there's two types of people that are not happy with how it ended, in my opinion, not having read any comments online so far about the ending. This is pure my speculation. I think that there are. And I know there there are people that are upset with how Danny's story is going or whatever, right? And like and how she she decided to torch the entire city and everything like that. But that is if people are upset at that and they're thinking that that's not going to happen in the books, I think they're silly. I think they're silly. Like that has been her story, and that has been everything that has been leading up to her story for the entire nine years that we've been watching this show. So. Like, that's well, dumb. I think that if then the other half are are upset because everything just felt so rushed. And I, that's where I think that the books like, OK, books are most of the time always better than than whatever TV or movie adaptations that they have. But in this case, I don't think I think that there's just too much content and that the the books go into so much have so much more time and go into so much more detail that they they can extrapolate on all the things that are happening to where like, I wouldn't be surprised if half of an entire book was the night King. And then the other half is like resolving the night King. And then the last half of the last book, which is a good, you know, 500 pages or more uh, is the second part about Danny. You know what I mean? Like there's just so much more time and that's what makes it better. I totally, I totally agree. I, I think that, I think that definitely part of it is like the fact that it's a TV show and not a book where one person like because a book is like one person is getting to write what their vision is of the story. Whereas like a TV show is like a like a council of writers, right? Who right. are, are kind of like, OK, like I want it to be like I want it to be this way. And the guy's like, well, wouldn't it? 
but Danny's like a cool role model. Wouldn't it be cool if we had her like to be a strong woman in the, in the like in season five? <laughs> um, but like, I think honestly, if you take if you watch the series all at once, because I, I think I remember commenting about this. I'm not sure if it was actually in the podcast, but I commented about how like if you actually watch her watch the series like binge watch it you're just, and you see all the things that Daenerys does you're just like holy crap like she does a bunch of evil shit but we're all like oh my god it's cool it's cool to crucify people at the when you take a city like oh it's cool to burn somebody to death when you made a deal with them already yeah I but mean that that's because they were like, evil people unquote you know that's but Tyrion's like, like last <laughs> her plea to John. that yeah. exact thing well right and like that was actually a good point and it's like them trying to actually justify it but the problem is that they they went off on this aside trying to make us like the character instead of instead of continuing on like the journey to get us to the point that we were supposed to get to you know well so like there's a character in berserk that's similar to that and i'm curious if that does horrible things but the end goal to a lot of people who justify that character's action they like agree with it so that they see that part does that you think that's the possibility? Like, is her end goal agreeable to the atrocities that she's done to the, like the viewer? Yeah, I think so because most of the time, like for the most part, you know, sans this last season, all the atrocities that she's done has been towards um, like slave keepers and people that are like abusing and and mostly slave keepers, yeah. uh, and so people that as a populace, we inherently think of as bad. And so you, even though she's going through and killing and burning people and, you know, crucifying them and everything like that, you don't feel like she's in the wrong because she's doing it to inherently bad people. But now it finally turned into her, like it turns out she wasn't doing it because she was doing it to bad people. She was just doing it because that's her. And, and then it that's how she solves problems. Yeah. With fire she, and blood. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Dude. So, so like I do, I do kind of think that anybody who actually thinks that her character went off and like, they don't like where her character went. I think that like they should actually watch the series again and be like, where was that character going? And what was that character like the whole time? You yep. know, I agree. Um, so I, I don't actually have a problem with, where her character ended up i I think that they did a very bad job the last couple seasons of like doing the character development to get there because like even even like john stark's like she saw her friend beheaded like really that's that's gonna be your thing to burn an entire city to the ground i don't think so like it doesn't make sense yeah that 100 percent. that's not like it would sense. that that would made it make sense for her to just go straight to the red keep and just like set the whole red keep on fire right but not to like burn the burn like women and children to death and like yeah and why didn't why didn't she do that right if she had if everyone was they were ringing the bells of a sign of surrender and then if she got like super pissed but and was like fuck it you're not no you don't get to live cersei and just flew right to the red keep which is what i originally when i first saw that scene that's what i thought she was gonna do until she, i saw her dragon turn and i'm like oh no um <laughs> oh no 
not like this, but like if she had just flown to the Red Keep and and destroyed the Red Keep and killed Cersei and all the people inside and and you know uh, the mountain and Kyburn and everything like that, then I think that would have been still. I I think that still would have been enough for them to still go in and be like, what did you do? Like they were, they, we had won. Why did you have to go and execute them and blah, 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 blah with like that? Like there were innocent people in there um, without torching the entire city. But at the same time, on the other hand, now that I'm thinking about it, the fact that she torched the entire city is what made such a compelling argument for John to kill her. Cause if she had only well, gone over to the red keep, then John, I don't think John would have killed her. Well, I agree, but I also, so you know what else bugged me about that freaking last episode is how it took Tyrion having a conversation with John for him to actually go through with it. Like, right. There was plenty of character development and seeing it in that character's eyes of how horrified he was of what she did. Like, I don't understand why that wasn't just like the snap moment where it's just like, oh, he has the resolve and he's going to solve the problem now. Well, because you he know? because he loves her and he's loyal and and it's not be, oh it's God. because he will be seriously, though, but he, yeah. he instills the the fundamental like personality and character of Ned Stark is within Jon Snow and John and Ned Stark is a loyal person. He's not going to go in and start, you know, he, he wouldn't have gone in and killed the king. He wouldn't have gone in and killed Joffrey because he was a bastard. You know what I mean? It it was Yeah, but Ned Stark was Ned Stark was like when his dad was burned to death, that's what that's what kicked off the whole like uh Baratheon war. Yeah, but it was the Baratheon Uh I thought the it, it wasn't his dad being burned, it was the fact that um the that Rhaegar had taken Ned's sister, who uh, Robert Well, loved. Rhaegar took Ned's sister, and so, like, the story, I think, is that Rhaegar took Ned's sister, so the two older brothers to Ned, uh, Ned's dad and his older brother went to King's Landing to treat to get her back, and he burned them to death. And that's what kicked everything off. Maybe. I'll have to brush up on that. You know what? I'm, I bet there is going to be a uh, show that comes out that's about that, and we'll find out. Oh, my God. Don't give them any more money, guys. There Jesus. are three different um, miniseries or spinoff yeah. series that... I bet I can tell you what they um, are. Yeah. One, one's going to be the Baratheon War. One's going to be Arya Pirate. Arya. Uh, and... <laughs> The other one's going to be Jon Snow's buddy cop series with his fucking dog in tow. And Tormund. Yeah. And they're, they're just like... Jon and Tormund like, do the north. Yeah. They're just like in the north, like beat cops be like... <laughs> walking to some hovel be like, Oh my God, he's doing crack cocaine. Can you go get him? They're like running fucking... I don't know, man. If I were you guys, I would not watch that shit. I'm just saying... Don't watch that shit. I, Don't see, give them the ratings. I, so here's the thing. I would probably watch it, but I certainly wouldn't give it the same kind of like intensity praise? and praise that I've because like Game of, of Thrones throughout. I've been like so like really intense and really excited about because it's has been such a good show for so many seasons. But like, 
yeah, any sequel is invariably just not going to be as good. Uh, especially one that's not made by the original author? Well, I mean, it it's still his content. I haven't read... He came out with the book, Germ, um, Fire and... What's that book called? Uh, uh, George R. R. Martin, uh, uh, Song of Ice and Fire, Fire and Blood. That's the one. He came out with the book Fire and Blood, and I haven't read it. But it, oh, that's okay. So this is the Targaryen history. Never mind. That okay. He at one point in time he was talking about it in an interview when they were like, "Well, what's your spinoff series?" He's like, "Oh, if there's three of them, like, but if you haven't, you should read Fire and Blood." And so that makes sense because that's going to be one of the spinoffs, but it doesn't give us into any other ones. Um, but having said that, they, I mean, they have some material because he did write that one. I would be very skeptical of that, dudes. I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay. So just so that I'm not like spouting BS, here's, here's what actually happened for the, what started Robert's rebellion. So Leanna was betrothed to Robert Baratheon, but then she she went and hung out with Rhaegar. Uh, Brandon Stark, the older brother, went in, went to treat for justice, and the Mad King had him arrested. And so his father went and tried to treat to have him uh, released, and the Mad King uh, executed both of them with fire. And that's what started the rebellion. Gotcha. Okay. So you were so, right. So like if you're going to if I would, yeah, I mean I guess it's just it's just the whole this whole thing. It's just internal consistencies have just been kind of a problem <laughs> in this whole in this whole last couple seasons. Like I actually liked last season even though there were some problems with it. I actually really liked last season. I liked last season more than I liked this season. I and I liked yeah. this season. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I still enjoyed this season. I just think that they put. I think that they there could have been more content. I think that they, uh, I feel like they pandered to their audience with things oh, that that didn't matter and that they shouldn't have done. And it was like, like oh cool, you're like oh yeah. Uh, Brienne and Jamie got together. Ooh, but it's like, why? Ooh. Why the fuck did they have to get together? Like, oh, it, no it's sense. cool. It's cool that she got that she got knighted. That's super cool. But like that entire episode, where that was the night before the the attack on Winterfell, didn't add anything to the story. It was a good episode. I really enjoyed the episode. And had we had a lot more time, I would say keep it in we were so strut out on time that like now looking back at it, take it out and put something else in that matters because it, it didn't add anything. And that's like, it probably, it could have been like, you could have taken a lot of the just random, like longing looks that everyone had at each other out. And you probably could have taken out half hour from each episode, you know? Yep. Absolutely. the entire beginning of this episode where you're just watching Tyrion just like walk through super slowly and you see a bunch of people in the back. You're just like, we get it. The whole place is burned. We had a whole episode last week that showed that, right? Like, I get it. Yeah. And like, what the fuck was with him like walking down into 
into the crib and seen Jamie and Cersei dead. It's just like, I thought that, first of all, I thought that whole place, like, collapsed, right? Didn't they show that? Yeah. Kind yeah, it looked like it collapsed, but it looked like it collapsed, and like so, that whole place is not very structurally sound. If like that much rubble came down on it, right? Right. Like, but you know, Tyrion, Tyrion's small enough; he can get in. He's like, oh my god, I'm so sad. It's my brother, my bro. Like, we get it. They had a whole moment. We didn't need to go back and see their dead bodies. Yeah. Waste. I agree. Um. How much do you think HBO subscriber numbers are going to drop now? Oh, oh man. so much. I, I already set my thing not to renew. <laughs> they have, they are pushing so hard. They have so many new shows coming out because um, they want to keep their subscribers. Actually, one of them I'm kind of excited for. Do you guys ever remember the movie uh, The Golden Compass? Yeah, it sucked. It did suck, kind of. I liked it. The story. <laughs> But, like, there were a lot of parts in it that were bad. Yeah. Uh, but I was also disappointed that they didn't make more because I really enjoyed I enjoyed the story that was there, right? The movie itself wasn't very good, and, like, it wasn't that great, and it didn't get the good ratings, which is why they didn't continue it. But it's, it's based off of a novel. It's based off a series um, and called uh, His Dark Materials or something like that. Mm. Uh, and they are making an uh, HBO is making a uh, show off of that. Mm. So, but but will that bring in that Game of Thrones money though? Probably not. Game yeah. of Thrones is like kind of crazy when you think about how big it is, considering it's it's like a worldwide thing, right? And you don't. That's why I'm allergic to movies, it, baby. Other than I'm movies, always skeptical really of shit that's popular, super popular for a reason. Yeah, always but, be I mean, skeptical. Well, yeah, but you're you're being skeptical and you're I feel like you're like, yeah, I was right because this last season, but there's seven other seasons turn, that were it really It always good. turns that yeah, but it you that could I'll give it a, a good example. Mass Effect 3 killed the entire fucking series for a ton of people. Doesn't yeah. matter if the first two games are amazing. Doesn't matter. You can't go back and play it because you know what fucking happens. See, that's the thing that I I don't necessarily agree with. I don't like you have I just think that when you when you look at a series, you have to just enjoy the moments in the series and have places that are cool and not like if it ends badly. I don't think that that should make the entire. I agree. Cool I agree, I agree with you when it's not. So here's the thing. This is I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to smoke. I'm going to smash you both. You want to read a book series that, that does that? That's fine. Because guess what? I didn't waste as much time reading the book. But video games and, and long-term series like this are giant time commitments, and it's unacceptable. It's stupid. That's why I, I rally against that kind of stuff. Yeah. Giant time commitments. You could be doing something better. Trust me. I would argue that it would take you more time to read the books. Not me. Then <laughs> it would Not 100% me. take you more time to read the books than it would take you to watch these episodes of Game of Thrones. I read very, very quickly. I, I would take you up on that bet. All right, I'm gonna, I mean, it's I'm seven, it's eight seasons, and they're like an average of an hour each, right? Yeah. So I take you up on that bet. And the books are like huge; they're like twelve hundred pages. Okay. Aren't they? Well, so now, uh, now I need you to read all of the Game of Thrones books that are out currently. I, and I time will yourself as soon as they're all out. I will do that. I 100%, 100% will take you up on that. 
That's oh, a they're never going to come, come out. No, because I'm not going to start something if he's not going to finish it. He's, if he's never not going to finish gonna, it. Then I'm not going to start it. But if it does come out, and trust me, don't ever challenge me. I will win. I will do it. That's why it's fun challenge you because I know you will. <laughs> yeah. So, but you, but then you criticize me for being right about this kind of stuff. Like the, there's right, a there's yeah. a there's a pattern here, and it's it's corporate greed. That's the pattern. Every time this happens with Loss, with Dexter, now Game of Thrones, um, Chuck, uh, How I Met a Mother, all this shit. Who, what's the what's the major thing here? One, to go too long, and two, corporate greed. It's a thing. So, don't you think you deserve better for your media? I do. Okay, so here's here's a follow up. Whose corporate greed caused the Game of Thrones issue? I, well, it, it wouldn't it, be they should they could they should have they could well one they kept going because they didn't want to stop the train when they didn't have they lost source material. So they did what anime does makes the giant mistake all the time. And tries to continue the series on. Anime does it with ridiculous filler. So now you have 900 episodes of one and one piece instead of maybe 500. Does that make sense? Yeah, Naruto so that, was. Yeah, that. that's fucking greedy. Now they don't do that anymore. Japan learned its lesson. So with My Hero Academia, for example, they don't do filler anymore. Season three comes out a year later. Season four comes out a year later. Let's the manga catch back up. They could have waited. I'm sure the staff could have waited. They all got fancy movie careers now. They could have fucking waited. The only problem with waiting on on like an argument on their behalf is that the last Game of Thrones book came out in 2011. There's still two more that are going to be written. And assuming that, like, let's assume that the next book comes out in 2020. And I think that's being a little generous at this point, but whatever right and so another 10 years for the last book all all of a sudden the the characters are going to be so much older that they would either have to recast some of them or there would be such a time jump between the characters that like it it might not feel right to people watching and that is a like as a manga and an anime you can absolutely wait yeah you can do that that's but, true you, you got me there but at the same time though so what you risk doing now is once the books do finally come out now everyone's going to be screaming for a game of thrones alchemist brotherhood yeah <laughs> do you know that's what i'm talking true. about yep. yeah probably yep that's what's I, gonna I mean, end up honestly happening. i hope that they don't ever do that and just leave it alone and just be like, well, we tried. You know, at least in like Lost and Dexter's category, those were original series. They weren't based off from what I know. To my knowledge, they weren't based off any, some, any somebody else's source material. Dexter's based off a book. Is it? Okay. Well, the first, so the first season of Dexter is essentially the book that was written about Dexter. And then the rest is all horseshit. <laughs> the rest, yeah. Which, which, I w- which is also why the very first season of Dexter is like, amazing yeah best fucking series one of the best seasons of any series i've ever seen so good it should have stopped there but they were greedy and they wanted more money yeah and you know and you know the rest of the the rest of the series uh for the next couple seasons had was mostly pretty good but it wasn't it wasn't as good i don't know where i read it it was an article though 
where the producers and directors of Breaking Bad were pressured to make their seasons go longer and they told them to go fucking eat a dick. And that's probably why I think that series is really fucking good. And it turned out to be really fucking good. Yeah. So my point, and this is why corporate greed always gets in the way because, and they do this all the time when they overextend shows that don't need to be overextended or they threaten sto- shows of cancelization. So the story is all over the fucking place. Corporates. That's just, you, you, I, my point is, fuckers, you know, you call me hypocritical all you want. You guys deserve better of your time. That's all I'm saying. That's why I'm always skeptical of media from the beginning because I am very cognizant of how much time I have. I'm just like that. I would, I, I would definitely agree with Mitch that it would take you longer. It would take me longer to read the books than it would. I might take you up on a challenge just, just because I do read very, very quickly. Yeah. But still, be cognizant of what you give your time away to. It's, I just think that's extremely important. We're here on a limited amount of time. I treat that with every single media. You guys know me for like, what, seven years now? How long do I rally, I rally against this kind of stuff? I, go, I don't want to start that because I don't want to waste my time. Do I not say that all the time? You do. Not okay. with, not with Game of that. Thrones, with other stuff too. You know? That's true. Because it's important to me. It's super important to me. I, I do it with video games too. When you know certain games come out that are like shit, I, don't, I look at them like, that looks like fucking shit. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> right. Where everybody else uh, is bored out of their fucking minds, so they do it anyway, and it sends the wrong message to these fucking stupid companies. <laughs> it does. Yep. Well, I think or a lot you, of it also has Mitch? to do with the... I, I think the, the entire rating system that we have is, is weird and shouldn't be... I think it needs to be redone. And a, like the amount of viewers that you have watching an episode, I don't think is a valid representation of how well a show's doing like it there can be a correlation right if you see an average of like say you have a show come out and for the first five episodes you have 10 million viewers and then for the next five episodes Mm -hmm. that that amount of viewers drops and drops and drops okay that's a good indication that you're doing something wrong in your show and people aren't liking it but the i keep seeing articles about how um like everyone's so mad about this uh this season and no one's liking the season and everything like that but yet it has the highest ratings that they've ever had. And there's so many people watching it and blah, blah, blah. And, and I'm thinking to myself like, well, no shit. People want it to end. Like, of course people are going to watch it. Like, yeah, it's going to have the same amount of ratings because we're nine years into it. Like, even if you're upset about it, you're still going to watch it because you want to see how it ends. I mean, it's the kind of the same argument they made about Captain Marvel sales. They're like, Oh, it's the best movie ever. Cause it made over a billion. And then they discount the fact that, well, it was right before the biggest movie of all time, you know? Yeah. Yep. I get, I totally get that. Uh, one thing I, I don't like either, and I can't say for Game of Thrones, but you just, you mentioned that they are pandering. Fucking one reason that turned me off for most TV shows now too, is I used to watch those shitty CW shows and Arrow, for example, was obviously pandering to the internet at, at certain points and you know it and it gets annoying. <laughs> so did they do that in this show too? Oh, yeah, like they ham-fisted Clegane Bowl in there. Like, that's been something that everyone's wanting, like the two Clegane, Clegane brothers to fight. Like, like it, it, it didn't really make sense from a story perspective for them to fight at that moment, and it didn't really matter for that matter. Yeah. No, and it wasn't very um, good. It wasn't, a, it wasn't even very good, right? Like, yeah. it wasn't a good fight at all. Yeah. 
I hate fan service, man. I hate an anime. You can say, oh, you like anime mega? They are the worst with fan service. And I fucking hate it every time yeah. it comes up. Man. I hate it when Star Wars does it. And I hate it when fucking all that stuff. Like, I hate it. it drives me bonkers. Jamie and Brienne fucking was totally fan service. Fan service. Yeah. Yep. Um, what other good examples of that in this season? Uh, I feel like the last, <laughs> this last Sansa episode. getting the throne was this very last episode when, when John made it back up north. And pet his dog. I feel like they were like, "Oh yeah, that's that's fan service." Because they he he didn't even pet the dog when he said bye to him. You know, a few episodes back. Oh my god, it was so funny. Did that and like and edited it in. They're like, "Okay, we gotta we gotta get him editing the petting the dog." Oh my god, I saw so many funny posts about like everyone raised their glasses to the best boy there ever was. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't even get pet at the end. Like, what the fuck, man? Uh, yeah god that's hilarious so now that this is over now we get to watch the new corporate gold rush to find the next cultural phenomenon tv blockbuster show.com yeah it's gonna be hard for hbo to reproduce the oh universe. it's not gonna be them though you know disney's gonna want it netflix is gonna be going for it fucking you know maybe uh a and e is gonna be like we had the best show at one point in time let's do it again and they're all gonna be gold rushing for it yeah, like gold rush. Yep. They're gonna try to. They're gonna try to make something. It'll probably be. Hmm. Yeah. Someone like what's gonna have to happen is someone's gonna someone's gonna have to write something. So it's gonna be some some writer is gonna make some really good series, and then they're gonna be like, we can make a lot of money off of that. Let's make Harry Potter too. Well, maybe it's this uh, this new series you guys got me into a week ago. The wind. Uh, the the fucking. Uh, God damn it! I was just listening to it earlier and I liked it a lot. The name of the, the wind King killer chronicles. The name of the wind. Yeah, maybe it's that. Maybe uh, they. Yeah. Maybe if they come and maybe they come and fuck that up. <laughs> I, dude, I actually could never. I could not imagine that as a movie, or yeah. any kind of media, because just the way that it's written, like, does not lend itself to that. Like, I'm not averse to good stuff if it's good. I just hate it when fucking greedy motherfuckers come in and ruin things. You know, like as a berserk fan. I feel that because greedy corporations, at least in Japan, have fucked up every single adaptation that Berserk has ever had. They fucked it up, as Angry Joe would say. You know? So, I'm going to lead this motherfucker. What do you think, Mitch? (laughs) Uh, Season 8 of Game of Thrones. How many Mitches out of however many Mitches that you give things? Uh, I would say... It would. I, I'm going to give it a four out of five Mitches. Uh, I think the over. I will give Game of Thrones as a whole five out of five. But this last season was, while good, a little disappointing, and could have been better, and had a lot of things that like just didn't have a place. So four out of five. Okay, I'll give the entire series of Game of Thrones. I'll give it a four out of five Tims. But this season is get gets a two out of five Tim's. Damn, I would say that's low. That's pretty. It's pretty low. Like if you if they had stopped the season, if they were just like we're just gonna make three episodes, if they had stopped it at season at episode three and just been like, eh, fuck you guys. There's not anything else. I actually probably would have liked the liked it better. Because mm-hmm. like if you'd stopped me there, I would have been like, hmm, yeah, four out of five Tim's. Pretty good. 
but like these last three episodes really killed it killed the uh, season for me so and uh jason what do you think uh for uh what do you what do you think the twitter reactions are on uh, on a jason scale uh, I've been there as predictable as they are. It's just, it's kind of the same reaction when Lost happened. If you ask me, like it's the same. It feels like the same vibe. There's the defenders, but there seems to be more detractors and defenders. The defenders will defend anything because certain people fall in love with visuals and sound and good acting, which I'm I'm pretty sure the show has a fuck ton of good acting, right? And that can that can mask that the soul is fucked a little bit, you know. The charismatic individual in front of you might not have the best intent intentions for you, but he sure is fucking charismatic. Does that make sense? Like, so I don't know. It seems it seems to be pretty uh, pretty more negative, but it's probably for good reason. You know, think about that. Yeah, it's like you're like it's a breakup for some people. Like a physical. Like some people treat shows like this as people. No joke. Like, and they go a little too far. Uh, and I don't blame them because you know. Some of this media is so real now in terms of what they can do. And you get so stuck in it. I don't know. I get it. Kind of. I just don't get involved. I just don't give a shit. So it'll be nice to see what happens over time. I think over this, if the reaction is this bad now, over time, there'll be these people that come out and be like, oh, it wasn't that bad. It was like the best thing over. But it'll probably over time get worse. And if their spinoff stuff is more like, just more corporate bullshit and it's just there to make a buck. It'll, it'll, it'll worsen the situation and don't watch star Wars with these guys. <laughs> yeah. It's, it makes me, um, hesitant. I guess it, I, 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 are they just directing it or are they writing it? Oh, let's see here. I don't know. Thrones, star Wars. <laughs> also, while you're looking that up, Oh my god. No, no, no. Petition begs Disney to stop Game of Thrones showrunner from ruining Star oh Wars too. <laughs> Dude, honestly, Disney Disney would probably listen to that. They're like, uh-oh. Well, yeah. They don't want to oh, have another Last look Jedi. people on the internet say you kind of suck, so we're going to throw you in a fucking hole. We're going to you little piece of shit. We don't need another fucking shit. Rush Jedi, goddammit. Game of Thrones. Yeah, you get fucking up like Ryan Johnson, you piece of shit. We spent a lot of fucking money on this shit. <laughs> the game's getting fucked up. You're just going to have to like keep bringing J.J. Abrams back like, J.J. Abrams, you have to do another Star Wars. Like, I don't really want to, Mr. Mouse. Like, fuck it, you have to do it. They have him like in chains, yeah, chained up to a table, fucking directing Star Wars. He's like, ah, they're like whipping him. We'll do this forever. <laughs> yeah, make more Star Wars for us, you fucker. All of a sudden, no, they let like Mel Gibson direct one. It's like really good because <laughs> he's actually right. a good director. Oh my god. Dude, he uh, is a good director. He should make the next Star Wars. I bet it'd be really good. Yeah. It'd have weird subcontext, though. Yeah, that's <clears> fine, <throat> man. Uh, I, I think we all needed to just take a break from blockbusters for a little bit, because there's a pattern going on here, I think. A little bit of a pattern. Yeah, with, think, with shows and I games and everything. I think we're, yeah, especially games. I think we're all a little drunk on, uh, on uh, the... Uh, 
explosions. How about that? <laughs> a little bit drunk with the special effects. Let's go watch some John Wick. Let's go watch John Wick. <laughs> yeah, the third one comes out soon, right? It's out this weekend, I think. Is it? Oh, yes. And that that show, while awesome, doesn't have a ton of special effects. It's just fucking Keanu Reeves kicking ass. Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it came out this weekend. John John Wicks takes out Avengers Endgame with 57 million box office. So. Yeah. Sorry, Thrones fans. Goodbye, Game of Thrones. The throne is really a toilet. It's a melted pile of steel now. It's like they took the, the script for the season and flushed it down the toilet. <laughs> so can we can we just like talk about what's going on with Epic? I feel like we're going to be talking about what's going on with Epic for the rest of the year. <laughs> can, can I just take that little sound clip and then we'll just we'll just use it every time we talk about Epic Absolutely. for the rest of the year? <laughs> yep. Take yours and then mine. That's it, because it, it doesn't make sense without you saying that. Right. Yeah, this, we'll, and then we'll make a song out of it. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like Epic has a lot of money, and they have just kind of, like, done whatever they want. Yeah. And people are upset. Yep. Well, and now it's kind of, it's, it's kind of weird and interesting because they... They did something that I thought was a good thing, right? They they are like, oh yeah, if you have a game on our store and it's over fifteen dollars, like we're just gonna discount it for you, and like, oh, and don't worry, developers, like we're still giving you the money. And yet now all of these developers are pulling their games off the Epic Store because I guess they weren't told correctly. Or- well, the, the pattern for the developers that are doing it are developers that have brand new games that aren't even out yet. Um, it it's seems. all the pre-order games, right? Pre-order games, except for like Oxygen Not Included, which is an older game by the people that make Don't Starve Together. Apparently, they pulled their game, but I imagine they pulled it because they can't sell their game at the same price and the other platforms are at. I don't have any proof of that, though. It's such a weird, like, if that is the case. Because I, I, I don't know. I, I guess I want to know what Epic if Epic told the developers that they're going to be doing this before they did it, because um, I'm still, they didn't. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm unclear on that because I thought that they, I thought that they did because they were saying that they sent, I thought they said at some point that they were, they let the developers know that, oh yeah, we're going to have a sale. And if you want to put your game on sale, you can. Mm-hmm. And so people did, but maybe they just omitted the part where they're like, oh, and by the way, we're also going to be having our own sale. And so if you even if you don't put your game on sale, we're just going to discount it. And then a bunch of developers got pissed at that, right? And started pulling well, their I, games. I, publishers, actually. I get, and I give a good publishers. example. Because Aunt Randy Pritchford, who's the, who's the, you know, the, the CEO of Gearbox, the developer, was like, you can get on Twitter. He's like, you can get Borderlands 3 for $10 off. And then, was, then they had to delete the tweet. Because probably Take-Two called up and was like, hey, motherfucker, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, oh, shit delete <laughs> see but that's so like as far as the publisher is concerned the publisher wasn't losing any money there and i get 
Okay, so every everyone's that I'm that I've been like reading about this is saying how it's probably because of the perception that if you have a game and it's cheaper, then it is you know perceived to be a bad game, and and a lot of people keep referencing uh, Fallout seventy six. Mm-hmm. because Fallout 76 came out, it was $60, and then people were like, this game isn't good, and so they're like, it's not they worth $60. It, yeah. And then they started massively discounting it and, and giving it away with random things or whatever, and and that's okay, that's that's one way to look at in that instance, sure, but there's games that go on sale all the time with before they come out. I mean, Amazon used to give 20% um, deals off of any pre-order that was a hard, physical copy. Uh, they didn't do it on digital ones, but for a long time, uh, they just recently stopped doing it. Any pre-order of a physical game that you got was 20% off. Green Man Gaming, I believe, still does random discounts on, and you can find a, a new game 10 to 20% off before it comes out. But I don't see people and publishers pulling their games from Green Man Gaming. I never saw them pull it from Amazon, but all of a sudden, now that Epic's doing it, they're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, oh, fuck you!" And to make, here's the thing that really bugs me: if that if that truly is the case with 2K, the issue with Epic Store happened, and then a bunch of publishers were pulling their games off, and then it was like three or four days later that 2K finally pulled. Borderlands. So you can't tell me that they didn't know that it was going on for four days. Like if they were really upset about that, I feel like they would have done it day one when everybody else was. So I have possible insider information. I have some friends on the inside. I'm not going to name names. And this is a theory. Take it with a grain of salt. What some of these publishers are worried about because Epic has pushed the narrative about the 80-12 split and this sale combined is that consumers are going to demand now that they're making a little bit more profit with the split that the, that profit turns into lower price video games and they don't want that narrative to get out of control. So Epic could be shooting themselves in the foot with this by doing a dual PR narrative with not only the developer split that's much cheaper compared to not just Steam, but retailers. So GameStop, Best Buy, Walmart, they all take 30%. Sony Store, Microsoft Store, 30%. Steam, 30%. The only place in the market right now that doesn't is Epic. And if they get this out and, and then the consumer's like, hey, you get more money from this, you need to pass that on to me. A brand new game shouldn't be 60 bucks anymore. It should be 50 or 40. My insider information says that the big wigs at these companies are terrified of that that message getting out. Grain of salt. I mean, that one makes sense and two makes me even more mad. If true. If true. And I I don't know, does it feel like a lot of this pushback is 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 happening towards Epic? Like or not pushback, but um I feel like a lot of the bad press is like oh epic fucked up again type of thing but in i don't um, know i think the the bad press mostly comes from i think the the i think from forums i i don't there's the there's the epic haters i'm one of them fuck them 
but I'm not also like spreading hate on the internet. I don't really, I don't, I just watch, but there are a lot of people who are mad at the publishers for this. It shows how greedy they are. I would argue that by saying that you hate Epic and fuck them on the podcast, you are indeed spreading hate on the internet. That's true. Fuck. You're right. <laughs> Well, fuck them. Um, Damn, you spread hate, bro. But I'm I'm reasonable. I'm reasonable enough to show that to say that these the developers look bad in this situation. They're trying to control the narrative. That's what they're doing. The publishers are because I get if that's that statement that was told to me is true. They don't want this to get out of control because the I remember when Steam sales first came out, consumers were demanding that uh, since this is a digital good. Uh, they were also demanding of Sony and Microsoft because Sony and Microsoft had just started doing stores of their own on their brand new consoles. Consumers were demanding that digital goods should be priced lower than their physical counterparts. Do you remember this? Uh, I don't remember it, but okay. that makes sense to me. Yeah. And it got squashed by the publishers immediately. Squashed. The, they, I, like, forums were gaslighted, all kinds of stuff. Like, So now... A sixty dollar PS4 game is the same as a sixty dollar Steam game still to this day, and that's because and Steam's thirty percent split, as far as I understand, is in line with what retailers do. So that's why they never did that. I was always told or under the impression from people on the inside that Steam's never changed its stuff because by doing that, they're undermining the physical retailer and the console makers and the game makers don't want that. Maybe with GameStop dying, they don't give a shit. I don't know. You know, I just, I guess I don't understand why uh, a game publisher wouldn't want it. Like in my mind, right, uh, especially if you look at like now Microsoft released their their discless Xbox, we're, we're going towards a place where everything is more and more digital. Now, had we started five, ten years ago, and they came out and said, oh, yeah, we have these digital copies of this game. And by the way, you're, you know, you're 100% right. This is a digital copy. It costs us nothing to produce this out here. I don't have to pay uh, a company to, to make the, the disc. I don't have to pay packaging. I don't have to pay shipping or, or the amount of cost that it takes to hold it in a warehouse before launch and then shipping it out to your retailers and blah, blah, blah. Like there's a lot of overhead. And having a physical copy so yep. as a publisher to me it would make sense to say you know what absolutely you can buy the physical copy of the disc it's going to be 60 bucks but if you buy the digital copy i'll sell it to you for 50 dollars. that narrative to me had they started five ten years ago would have pushed more and more people to go digital to where they could slowly start phasing out their physical copies and then all of a sudden okay, cool, now we no longer have physical copies of this thing, of our games, and then they can increase the price back up to 60 and no one would be the, the wiser, you know what I mean? It, it, would, just ha- it would just happen. Price I, I imagine happen. Their, their internal analytics will probably say that, that doing that kind of stuff would probably be a bad idea. That's what I would guess. Yeah, I'm just curious what analytics that they have that would show that. Because I it, mean, they, they have, I'm, sh- I'm sure they have sales numbers of digital versus physical well right yeah i i agree that and i'm i think i'm i'm uh when the switch came out i was definitely one of it i actually kind of regret it now but when i first got my switch 
I have I had the option of buying all d- digital copies of the games, or I had option of buying the physical copies of the games, mm-hmm. and I chose to buy physical. However, if now when like looking back at it, I wish that I would have gotten a bigger SD card and bought all the digital copies because then I don't have to carry around the stupid cartridges everywhere. Mm-hmm. Looking back at it, if they had offered all the digital copies for five, ten dollars less than the physical, I 100% would have bought an all digital. And I think a lot of people would have too because they're saving money. The interesting thing nowadays with the with the digi- digital versus physical copies is they're not usually any different. Like a lot of times when I, if I go and buy a PC game, for instance, it's I buy code. a physical coffee, it, it literally is just a thing with a code in it and you have to go use their launcher to download the game. So it's not, it's yeah, the same thing. Even uh, Xbox One and PS4 games, they literally just install it on a hard drive. You yeah, just have to have yeah. the disc in for DRM reasons. So at this but, point, we're kind of we're kind of at that inflection point where there really is no such thing as a physical copy. Yeah, it's just about where you get your code from, right? Yep. So we're also we got to think about it this way too. So, um, on top of the games being cheaper or not, they they the publishers don't want the games to be cheaper and you can tell that because they'd actually like to charge more for the game, which we've said, okay, charge more and, and don't build your game around me having to buy shit, you know, yep. fine. Yep. But they, they want to keep it at a high price and still keep in the, okay, I'm going to sell you dumb shit because there are people out there that do pay for them. The whales out there. I used to, you know, like it's just a thing. So they don't want this narrative to get out probably i don't know yeah i wonder if there i i really wonder if that's the only problem or if there is something else going on with like maybe the publishers didn't like the way that epic communicated with them about this about the sale like they didn't like the way that the sale is structured or they didn't like the way that the money is flowing back because like Epic says that, oh yeah, Epic is covering that money, but is I wonder what's functionally happening accounting wise in the background. Like maybe these developers are having to be out a bunch of money at the upfront and like they're not getting paid back for like six months or something. I don't know. That's a good question. It sucks is because it's all speculation, but it's definitely something that it just happened in front of our eyes. And it, it got a lot of bad press for it. on top of the yeah. shopping cart issue which is a joke, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. That... <laughs> is, yes. is Borderlands 3 still pulled from the store? Um, it's back up, but you can't buy it. Huh. Yeah, like, they it's, put a it, landing it, page on there or something. Yeah, it isn't 404 anymore. It just says coming soon. You can't buy it. Like, that's crazy, like, right? Yeah. A little crazy. Yeah, it... Like the thing that the thing that definitely to get what you guys are saying with the shopping cart, it's definitely the thing that upsets me the most about how Epic is operating is they have an unfinished product and they're trying to blitz the market by using money with marketing before their the actual service that they're trying to provide is ready. Like, I think it's it seems like a pretty basic thing to me to have a shopping cart where you can put multiple items in and buy them at the same time. We just agreed that's like a basic thing that you should be able to do. <laughs> it's super basic. I'm pretty sure there's a WordPress plugin that you can just download. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it, it's, it's crazy, right? It's, it's and, really crazy. 
and like to to go and like try to jazz your thing up with like millions of dollars in marketing when you're not even ready with that kind of basic functionality is insane. Like you could take those million dollars, you could hire an army of developers and they could have a product that is better than Steam in a year. You know? Yeah. But they don't because one, I don't think they actually have the vision to do that. I think they're actually just trying to win market share. Yeah, they definitely are. Like they're, I don't think that their goal is to make the PC gaming experience better. Their goal is to make the PC game, like based off of their actions, I don't know what they're actually thinking, but I think their goal is to win the PC gaming market, but they don't really care about making it better for PC gamers or anything like that. And I think that's going to show through in like, I think they're going to burn through any goodwill they had with Fortnite and just people are going to get sick of them. That's what I think. Yeah, I I, I can see that cuz um like we they already we already know to the point of not making PC gaming better. That's I feel like that's 100% true uh, cuz they don't have a lot of the basic functionality that Steam offers and so it it by default makes it not a very good choice if you have the option of buying your game on one platform or the other. Um, and yeah, man, I, I feel like there, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens when they eventually run out of money. Um, and maybe, I don't know if they'll, I don't know if they'll like shut down. They might close their, their Epic store if, if that fails. Right. And maybe they'll just say, okay, we're not going to sell games anymore because Tencent will be like, oh, I'm not giving you any more money. You've done a really bad job at, at stealing Americans' information for, for the Chinese government. So therefore, right. Therefore, you get no more money. And, uh, and then we'll see what happens. Cause I, I, what happens if they close their store and you bought games on there? Do you get to keep your yeah. games? I, don't know. I bet Did their it, I user guess... license doesn't have anything like yeah, Steam does, where Steam they're like, hey, a... you get to, if we ever close our store, Steam literally says in its user license, if we ever close our store, we will give you access to an offline copy of every single game. Um, I guarantee, I mean, I haven't looked at it, but I would be very surprised if I saw that in the Epic EULA. Mm, homework. Yep, homework. It's kind of, you know what else? pisses me off about the epic store and tim sweeney that's the guy that's the guy yeah he's a little turd he's, he's trying to spin this narrative like epic store is coming in like some kind of Hero. savior to the pc gaming market because big bad steam is taking everyone's money like it's insane to me that someone would come in and try to spin a narrative like steam is like somehow like a bad company when or specifically like they're they need to save pc gaming from steam when like steam was literally the company that like pc gaming would not exist like it does today if valve didn't come in and do what it did like yeah i like i i don't know if you guys disagree like i think yeah. that like, and i think that valve literally was like the savior of pc gaming. And they're pretty libertarian in what would they allow on their platform. A good example, um, a couple games that I used to play on Newgrounds back in the day that, that went from being Flash-based games to full-fledged games that are on Steam were not allowed in the Epic Store due to their curation process. So they, you know, 
Steam may have like you go to Steam if you go to Steam right now and you try to find a game in the RPG category, you're gonna have to go through a lot of junk. But I'd rather go through a lot of junk and let people have the ability to be creative, even if they don't have the money, than than what Epic does. Does that make You've sense? Been able, yeah, you can find some gems on Steam yeah. Store. Like if you're like just some random like two dollar game, you're like, oh, this was fun for five hours. Yeah. Like if I paid two dollars, I would not be sad about. Like Steam's Having like if you can pay it. the thousand dollar fee, you're on our store. As long as you're not, you know, something crazy. But like Epic, I mean, some people want a more curated experience. Cool, I'm not one of them. I, I'd rather let, you know, what if the you know Tim, Mitch, and Jason show want to make a video game one day and we're we're noobs, but the the gameplay's solid enough. You know, maybe it's stick figures because they used to, I used to play those fucking badass stick figure fighting games on on Newgrounds. I had a blast with them. But anyway, and you know, Epic's like, no, graphics aren't good enough. Fuck you. Die. Okay, screw you, assholes. (laughs) See, and that's where I think that, like, the Epic store is different than Steam and shouldn't. I don't. I don't think it. it, We should necessarily compare the Epic store to Steam. Um, I think this. I think Steam holds some really good use for for just that reason right being able to buy whatever and and the community and everything like there and and everything like that and i think that as far as epic's concerned what they are trying to do is not a bad thing right if they are if if publishers are afraid because they don't want their games marked down and they they want to increase the price of their games and they don't want like this this cheaper game price to become a thing and epics coming in being like not because they're trying to make pc gaming better in the way that you are talking about with the launcher but because they're trying to make pc gaming better in a way that they're trying to make gaming better by being like the voice for the people and being like no fuck you publishers like we're gonna give you more money like lower the price of your games you know what i mean and if that was the the narrative, Message. the narrative that they were going for, and they did it in a better way, uh, I think they would have a lot better of a reaction. I think they've just made a lot of mistakes, and then that all that mis- all those mistakes are piling up and causing them bad blood. Yeah. Like I don't, you know what I mean? And it and it sucks because it's on the almost- one hand, I I'm like, yeah, good job, Epic, and then but then you have on the other hand, it's like, well, fuck you. <laughs> You know, it's almost like Epic is like the Beverly Hillbillies. They like struck oil and made a bunch of money and then they moved to L.A. and acted like a bunch of bumpkins and know what the fuck to do with it. Yeah. Right. (laughs) I mean, they made so much money off of Fortnite. Like. I it's insane. The amount the amount of money I. Like I think it was it was like they made more money, more profit off of Fortnite than like Amazon made in revenue or some crap. You know what's funny too is Fortnite now is getting hammered by the press too. Like it, we're back to we're back to the the, the video game panic of the nineties because of Fortnite, the cartoon video game Fortnite, because of how much time kids are playing on it. So like you, you I see it on the news, I see it in newspapers all the time now. So you know they're not only getting bad press for their amongst the gaming community they're getting amongst the normies too you know soccer mom reads the shit yeah what yeah people are seeing their kids only play Fortnite all the time and they're like well 
kids aren't kids are supposed to be outside. Har, har, har. <laughs> yep. Which, dude? Okay. So the thing about the thing that it, about Fortnite versus like games that we played when we were a kid. So like I take it as a classic example. Like we, I I used to be really into with my group of friends. We played Goldeneye a mm-hmm. lot. And one of my friends had an N64, so we would all go over to his house and we would be freaking playing multiplayer Goldeneye, having a great time, a bunch of people sitting around an old CRT TV, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And like, like Fortnite, you're sitting there in front of, you're sitting there in front of your computer playing with other assholes online, like for (laughs) for like a teenage or younger kid. I I find like it makes a lot of sense for like a working adult to have that kind of experience. But like when you take that and then translate it to like the kids, like the kids need that more like they need the interaction. Oh, yeah. Like physical people, you know, whereas like when we get when we've gotten to when you're an adult and you're a working person, like, well, maybe you can't go over to your fucking friend's house because all your friends move to a bunch of different places across the country or whatever the hell is going on. And so it makes a lot of sense for people who are in their 20s, 30s who still want to play games. Yeah. And it's like, we took that technology to solve that person's problem, but then we, we backported it to the kids experience. And it's, I think it's probably having a pretty negative impact on the current generation. I don't know. I think think a lot of internet, internet things are having a negative impact on everybody. (laughs) What do you say, Mitch? Well, I'm, I, I just see my, nieces and nephews play Fortnite, and they don't like sure they sometimes play Fortnite all in their own separate houses but a lot of times they have a bunch of their friends come over and they either take turns playing or um they have a xbox and a playstation and so one person is on the xbox with the and then the other person's on the psvr playing so that they're still well, see, in the that's same cool room. i mean that's awesome yeah if if kids are kids are doing that i i've talked to a couple parents who are like yeah my kid is just like sitting and playing fortnite and then like the whole thing about how these games are created nowadays where like they kind of they're made to try to catch the whales right where people are just gonna spend monopolize your time too right and so like (laughs) kids are super susceptible to that because they're like oh my god like when i do this i get a dopamine response oh my god i really like that let me do that again Oh my God, I like that. Let me do that again. And I don't like, think any kid is sitting there saying, oh my God, when I do that, I get a dopamine response. No. Well, sure, <laughs> they aren't saying that, <laughs> but it, that's what's happening. Like, yeah. I, shot, yeah. I, I, I shot the thing, ding, 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 and it's just like constantly, well, they're constantly engaged. It's not... Um, you know what kind of sucks not, about that? In my in my mind, I don't really necessarily give a shit what the like, you know, kids are gonna always buy crap, whether it's fucking action figures or whatever, but like Yeah, that's true. At least if I ever want to be like, here are the toys that dad played with growing up, I can show somebody that. If Fortnite ever goes bye bye, all the thousands of dollars on my fucking skins, I got nothing. Yeah. Fucking nothing. <laughs> You know, I don't got my bear same bear books to show anybody. I ain't got nothing from my fucking childhood. Nothing. Yeah, that's true. You know what upsets me about Fortnite the most is that someday when I in the way that they're making games in general, 
someday when I want to show my freaking kid Final Fantasy VII, they're just going to be like, this game is fucking stupid. I'm annoyed about it. No, this man, they got the, re- the remakes coming out. Ugh. That's, we'll have to talk about that when it comes out, because that's, <laughs> I, I don't know what's going to happen, man. I don't, want to be re- I don't want it to be remade. I don't, I don't want Mitch to play it. <laughs> I'm kidding, Mitch. I mean, it's. I probably won't. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, epic news throughout the year, I expect. Right. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be more to come. I'm sure there'll be more blunders as the year goes on. It'll be interesting to see what happens during E3 because they have. Uh, isn't Epic doing like the entire PC gaming show or something? Oh no, I forgot about that. You ruined my life. <laughs> I, I I remember reading it and I'm like, oh and then like, you know, I went back to making music or whatever, and now you just fucking reminded me. I'm like, Jesus. Yep, yep. So uh we'll look forward to that. Uh PC gaming show at E3 powered by Epics China. And uh yeah. It'll be fun. When is E3? It's coming up, isn't it? Uh, June, first week of June, something like that. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, what do you think, guys? Um, oh, Star Wars sucks. <laughs> I think uh, we have an ample amount of time now. You can you can go ahead and cancel your game your your Game of Thrones watch subscriptions. Uh, cause there's nothing good else coming to HBO until season three of Westworld next year. And by then the mouse will have your money. Yep. Yep. And once the mouse has your money, you're never giving it back. So, yep. That's how that goes. Uh, comes out in September, doesn't it? Disney plus. Yep. Yeah. That soon. It's been, oh, wow. been like a long time, man. Like yeah. we finally, I mean, even though it kind of sucked, feels good to be able to close that book. We don't have to worry about how Game of Thrones is going to end because we know it ended badly. At least we know, right? We know it ended. Yeah, we know it ended. Yep. Well, kind of, you know, save for spinoffs. It's really, it's yeah. never really over. And the source oh, material, God. you know, that one yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. So. Mm. Well. What do you guys think of Game of Thrones? Make sure you comment. Yeah, commenting and liking and disliking is very important now. You don't even need to subscribe anymore. Google's algorithm doesn't give a shit. Give <laughs> they, a shit. They care about liking, commenting, and downvoting. So you get to it, you fools out there. You downvote us. You downvote me because I don't like Game of Thrones. You say, this Jason guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Downvote. <laughs> Leave us a, a, a review on iTunes. You can also say the same thing. This Jason guy doesn't know what he's talking about. One star. It yeah, helps. Co- copy paste it. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> we miss you, Star Wars guy. <laughs> All right. Until next time. Bye. Bye.